guys welcome to the first episode of the good living podcast so today our topic is parents children and sex now this is an issue that is almost never talked about in nigerian homes i feel like parents are shy before we get into that i just want to say issues like this are what bring about difficult conversations and i feel like one of the differences between our continent or our race and other races who are more advanced is our willingness to engage in difficult conversations in diverse situations in life whether it is uh in relationships or in the office or you know for example you and your friend or you and somebody you know might have a conversation maybe about money supposed to lend you money and then this sounds very unrelated but i'm getting to my point and then maybe they promise you that they they're going to do this for you and then at the end of the day when they're not able they should call it's common courtesy here to call and say okay sorry i can't afford this anymore you have to look for another way to solve a problem they can just ignore your calls ignore your messages and just leave it like until you get tired of calling you get the name over yourself and that is i feel like it's a pattern within us black people we always are scared of serious conversations which leads to this issue we are talking about today one of these serious conversations we're not able to talk about openly is sex in our homes of course we come from a place in this country where religion is a major controlling factor of our morality a lot of people have morals because of the religions that they believe in and the faith people don't really believe in being good themselves or being uh, or having high morality themselves you know because the society has given so much respect and regard to religion it's up there especially christianity it's up there so if you look around everything is god related now that's a topic for another day so women parents children and sex one of the issues i th- one of the issues i don't want to say i think too much one of the issues i feel like i say that a lot as well ah, damn. one of the issues facing the family and the sex talk is this the shyness from parents that's one the shyness from parents parents don't feel comfortable enough with their children to tell them about sex that's one reason that i've thought about myself and then another reason why these conversations don't happen at home is the parents expect others to do it the parents expect the school to teach their children about sex the parents expect the church to teach their children about sex the mosque to teach their children about sex and to teach them the correct way because everybody learns about sex eventually you me each and every one of us has learned about sex before reaching this age age and stage in life that we are right now and we learn it one way or the other so one thing you should know parents your children are going to learn about sex regardless and you can only control what they learn if you do the teaching yourself there's a third reason you know it's the children being shy to ask questions but you cannot make that there is a reason that is the final there's a reason i made that the final reason why sex is not talked about in the household is because that is really not the fault of the child imagine your 16 year old son coming to ask you 
dad what is fuck or what does it mean how do people get pregnant it's an awkward question here's an example children very young children of course you cannot blame parents for the answer they give in this situation but this is an example when really young children ask their parents mommy where the babies come from there's always strange answers sometimes the father would deflect the answer to, his, to the mom and then the mom would deflect it back to the dad and it's like that so even if you can't tell explain to your four-year-old or your toddler where babies do come from you can say it's from god yes but you can also make it a vague thing say it comes out of mommy so you can you can put it in a way that the child doesn't really understand but they can't ask further now i've not thought about the answer myself i don't have kids i probably don't know how difficult it is but one thing i know about myself is that i've paid attention to how life works in a certain way and i've been able to condition myself to be comfortable in having uncomfortable conversations i'm a dialogue man I'm someone who likes to talk things out. I'm someone who likes to solve problems by thinking and speaking. So that is a way that we can solve problems ourselves. Now, I'm going to say this right there, right here on record, that the parents are to blame with poor sexual orientation, poor sexual knowledge and education. In our society today, the parents are largely to blame for it. Let me give you an example. For example, if Oma gets pregnant and the mother is disappointed the entire family is disappointed how she come what is this i mean we trained you in the way of the lord we trained you in the way of the lord we take you to church you know and all what not but why have you not ever thought within yourself as a parent that did i tell you for her what she needs to do what she needs to do not to get pregnant yes you might see her with a boy around when she's 16 or 15 you push the boy you tell her don't ever say that again and then you know she understands that she shouldn't be close to guys but that's all she knows once a child gets to 16 15 even they begin to see changes in their body they begin to hit puberty especially girls they hit puberty really quickly and then this curiosity kicks in once you see changes in your daughter's body as a woman or as a father or as a mother you know that the same way these changes are happening physically on their bodies they are having thoughts in their heads as well confusing thoughts they're having questions and like i said earlier they will learn about sex one way or the other now my advice would be that preferably the mother because that's the person that she would feel more comfortable with you know among both her parents would tell her hey you see this thing that this blood here is your message of course they would have taught her economic economics she knows the basics but what is she supposed to know when and when not to be playing around boys you can be a an uptight churchy spiritual person and just rebuke any thought of the opposite sex around your daughter and leave it at that and expect her to look at boys like aliens that will ruin her future you can try that way but we all know it i mean it hardly works and this is not a this at pastor's children but you see how because that's the method that preachers and pastors use on their children you know the strict spiritual method and then a lot of their children end up badly now i don't know i don't know any any certified statistics but we can agree at least to an extent that um what we expect in terms of morality out of religious leaders children are not what it's not really what we see and 
is because it's that kind of system of you know sex talk or upbringing that makes them run wild when they have the freedom to so my advice would be for the mom calm your daughter down sit her down explain to her how ovulation works explain to her how her body is reacting what is happening with her and then this reminded me of a story and then make her understand she's growing a lot of children have much more understanding that we give them credit for that than we give them credit for they have much more understanding than we are willing to admit as adults or that the parents are willing to admit you think your child is 16 and too young to know about sex but she knows already she might have already started watching porn he might have already started watching porn he's listening to friends who just say stories and you know a lot of raw and foul-mouthed grow up around us i i could have been termed as that kind of person when I was younger and I also knew, knew people who were really foul-mouthed, you know, could say vulgar things with so much ease and if you don't teach your daughter she would learn from these people because she has them in her school, probably in church and in other places that she spends time and so when you give her this feeling this lecture even if she has a boyfriend she's been hiding she may not still feel okay to tell you but she knows she's equipped with a certain knowledge that your fear of her getting pregnant out of wedlock would not come to reality a lot of people who get pregnant out of wedlock uh, maybe sometimes you can just be lost in moment, but i think that's for older people 16 year old 17 year old to like 19 getting pregnant is down to pure ignorance they really don't know their body cycles they don't know how to plan it and then they just you know have sex without condoms and get pregnant and they still don't know how to handle pregnancies you know and then it just gets really messy and it's from the parents now on the men's side because it's a two-way thing of course youth pregnancy or out of wedlock pregnancies all i said there's a vocabulary I'm looking for, I can't find it. Well, these pregnancies affect girl child more. But here is this thing. The dad do not really, really sit down. It's rare. Mothers are even more likely to tell their child, their daughters about, you know, their bodies and the menstruation cycle and everything than fathers are to tell them about, you know, right now you're, you're able to make a woman and stuff. We don't, men don't have that conversation with each other. You know, we don't have, if you, you can tell me in the email if you've had a conversation with your dad before, but I highly doubt that you know fathers do that. But at some point in your life, you begin you know as a man, it's easy for a man to know what he does. You know that once you deposit in a woman, there's a chance that she's going to get pregnant. And then comes the issue of protection. Protection is a two-way thing and blah blah blah. I'll tell you a funny story I said I was going to say. Okay, actually there are two stories. One was a guy, he was about 16. Somebody this is this is a true life story. About 16 yes he had um condoms in his bag and for some reason his father was looking for something and then found the condoms in his bag you have your 16 slash 17 year old son he found condoms in his bag here is how this man handles the situation calls his son to the room removes the condom from the bag asks him what is this he looks at it he says condoms and he was like i don't expect this type of thing from you you know, you are too young to be indulging in talking to be having these kind of things. You are too young, and the son, especially out of here, said, "No, it's not really mine. No, my friend dropped it here. Yeah, 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 yeah." Whether the dad believed it or not, we still don't know. But what did this man do? 
he took the condoms from the bag, seized them, put the sun dryer in his bag, and go. I have never seen. Uh, this is this has got to be one of the most. It's just abysmal. It's the worst parenting I've seen in handling that kind of situation in my life. That is the last thing I would think of as a father. But my child, 17, obviously has started having sex. You see a condom in his bag. And then you would not teach him about sex. No. You just said, yeah, you're too young to be doing this thing. Like like he's driving a car. Have you people even heard of Konji? You, you, you don't... You, parents, I don't know if once you get older once you cross 40 or so you just kind of reset and then forget everything about your teenage years because if that man knew or could remember what it was like being a young person with all that libido there is no way it would seem right to him to seize a condom from his child it's too late what you have to do now is damage control it's not supposed to be a girl child it's a, it's a male child he's not going to bring a pregnancy home if he's using a condom at least the first step he's done it for you you can tell youth all you want don't have sex that's what our african parents keep preaching and i think that's the mistake they make they keep preaching abstinence and ask your parents if they were i mean there's also that there's always that exception of you know men who go back to the village marry virgins bring them back to town in our parents generation but ask even if you do proper due diligence watch out and you will see even our parents they were not married as virgins the female yeah the our mothers might have gotten married as virgins but the fathers they were having sex and even the mothers the ones you think you're married as virgins if you ask if you have the boldness to ask and without getting your teeth knocked out you they would answer you and tell you okay i actually had one boyfriend or one suitor or something you know before i mentioned that so if i wasn't a virgin a lot of them were not virgin before they got married so the ignorance that nigerian parents come with or african parents come with and expect you to to you know keep yourself for your husband because that's what their parents told them their parents told them that they failed because they did it before they got married they're telling you and they're expecting somehow not to fail and it's just appalling to listen to them you know talk like that so nigerian parents and african parents need to learn to be open-minded they keep saying this generation has spoiled the world don't spoil the world don't spoil you can they can admit that the world has spoiled in other aspects but sexually that children have started having sex at a young age and i'm not trying to defend premarital sex i am not but let's face the truth here you can tell the teenager not to have sex all you want if he has the opportunity he will have sex but it's not two ways about it if he has the opportunity he will have sex so instead of trying to lock penis and vagina and lock the libido do damage control teach them protection teach them contraception but you have to make your child free enough with you to admit that they've started doing these things so that it won't be awkward when you trust when you start bringing up protection let's you know let's let's go um, let's go to another story um so somebody his dad forwarded him a, a i think some some people some listeners would actually know this because i've said it before forwarded him a long message on whatsapp you know so it was a dialogue between a mother and daughter. She's, she started saying, Mommy, I don't understand why my breast is becoming this big. And when I see a guy, I'm feeling this is how I feel, this is how I feel, and blah, 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 blah. 
and then she was explaining to her mother what the pubertician she was feeling and then the mother sat her down called her other brother too who was around the same adolescent age and started explaining to her that okay now you're in the adolescent you are experiencing puberty this, this, this. this is what the whatsapp it was like a broadcast you know with parents now not these broadcast messages this is what a father sends to his son his son is 24 24 years old and then a father sends that to his son that is the first that that mode or that that message was actually the first kind of sex talk father and son have had in 24 years of that boy's life but before i guess that guy would have finished university he's gone to secondary school maybe body and they finish university and you just assume that a 24 year old is going to relate to talk about adolescence it it does my head in man i i don't understand how these people think and there's no blame they try they provide and but you know these are the issues we do not even talk about at all and then we're trying to thrash them out so if I'm being too hard on the parents, maybe it's so that you can sink in. Some parents might get offended at this, some people might have stopped listening because it's offensive. But if you're still here, I appreciate you because you feel like you're getting something out of the podcast. So, that being said, what's the way forward? I'm sorry, this might not seem organized, it's my first episode and I don't really have an outline, I'm just like rapid firing out of my head. So, but what is the way forward? Firstly, when you have a child, from a tender age, you should be able to make them free enough with you. One of the mistakes parents make is shutting their children up when they're trying to say something. That is why African parents do not know just how smart or just how much their children know until it's too late. If a child is talking about a girl that they mistakenly kissed in class, maybe they're not telling you per se, maybe you overhear to your children talking among themselves two siblings you know talking among themselves saying something kind of sexually related that is your time as a parent to invade that child's mind and shape that delicate aspect of it to your liking if your child is just beginning to know about you know that aspect of things the sexual aspect of things no matter how young the age is don't rebuke and just be like shut up how do you do that like for example you hear or you are here you overhear your son and his friend talking about his girl in their class maybe they're in primary or just secondary school and he said he turned like this and by mistake his mouth touched anita's mouth and they are laughing and he's loving it you know as a parent you say shut up who is anita let me never hear that message from your mouth that is what a typical african parent will say and that child would never let his parents hear anything he does anywhere near the opposite sex again it is done but on the flip side, imagine that you do this. You say, ah, Anita, so you've gotten a girlfriend in school, you've gotten a wife. And you, you're, not, you're not enabling it, you're not saying it's good, but you understand that the child is not scared now to talk about stuff like that around you. I know children, they like to explore. They will push further. They will not start telling you other stuff, stuff that might even amaze you. But it's to keep your calm and advice. My dad used to do that a lot when I, I might be free with him and say one or two things about certain topics and then he would just laugh and then chip in. I don't like the advice, but at least I know he's not fully judging me. So you can chip in and now drop subtle advices and you can be a cool parent. There's one thing all of us remember when we were young. When you were young, like in primary or secondary school, you know that 
that person who had the coolest dad seemed to be a cool student as well like if you're a child if you're a pupil or a student in school and your father or mother seems like a youngy person like a doing person you get you seem like a cool guy too if you can gist your friends about how your dad used to have deep conversations about you know serious stuff like sex and alcohol and stuff like that your friends will see you as being a cool person and you you'd have this self-esteem and that's the kind of relationships these foreigners i mean people in the western world have with their children and it seems like everybody is cool to us everybody we look at them and they're like ah oh, this is so cool it's because of that kind of relationship they build with each other so from a tender age your child is free with with you know with you in terms of discussing certain things and then you can influence the decision when it's time to have that sex talk it will still be heavy it will still be a bit difficult to have the conversation because it's a whole new level but your child trusts you to teach him life or to teach her life and then you now proceed whatever knowledge you're going to learn about sex they're going to learn from you because take it or leave it if you do not teach your child about sex they're going to learn about it outside and the church is not the most likely to teach them no the school is not the most likely to teach them either it's their friends what their friends learn from other friends and other friends is what they learn because like in school if you're learning math your teacher is teaching you don't understand you meet your guy and he teaches you you will quickly grab because he's your guy and so if your daughter or your son is spending time with their friends what their friends know about sex is what they would want to know Whatever they don't know about sex, when their friends start talking about it, they listen. And that is the only thing they hear. You know, their, whatever that person says, that's what they take home. They will not come and cross-check with you. You that is shouting at them because the boy came to the gates to ask of her. So they will take one they are learning from the other person. And when those friends start doing stuff, like having sex before them, and start telling them their experience, they get curious. Of course, they will still not come back home to ask you because you have already de- killed it from the onset. But if you take the advice that I give, oh my god, I'm sounding like some kind of doctor. I mean, none of this is foolproof, but at least from my opinion, this is what I think works. If you can shape them from a younger age, this is what, I, this is what you can do if you're a parent who still has very young children. Make them free with you to tell you anything. Do not panic when they start talking about stuff because there is more to come there's always more to come so if you over panic they stop feeding you information then you cannot influence their actions if the child is old what you can do is just have that sex talk most of the courage have that sex talk with them and free your mind because a lot of small girls get pregnant and it's not because they are wayward children it's because they don't know there are also people who but those people are, do we even have the time to talk about them but there are also people who are just naturally careless people in their 20s with girls like people in a relationship i know personally of a couple who are in a relationship and they aborted god knows they, i mean from what i know they were aborted at least four times these are people that are well over 23 and above as the least to be the least age i can think of any of them is 23. clear adults but just nonchalant you know and that's that case that's a different case you have to work on self-control and all of that so um if there's anything that i feel that you feel i've not thrashed you can also send that email to oh my god i forgot to my podcast email <laughs> um good living podcast 
at gmail.com just good living podcast at gmail.com forward your stories your issues we can thrash them i i've been diving into a lot of research so i can expand my scope of knowledge and deal with certain issues and this is something i love to do so thank you very much for listening i appreciate you for your time and we're going to be a part hopefully i will focus on more topics later on ciao ciao bye Thank you.